Hello again out there in Birdland. It's Hanson Tebbets along with... Uh, Chip Darmstadt. Uh, very, um, very snowy week we've just come out of. Um, I think yeah. uh, Wednesday and into Thursday, and boy, was it... Uh, it was really snowy. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little time warp there, back to like January or February or December. Yeah. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to the forecast either. So I, I woke up that uh, morning. I think it was uh, Wednesday morning. Uh, and I was just <laughs> really shocked <laughs> to open the blinds and go, oh my, what just happened? Yeah. It was, uh, it was one of those uh, good old April. It happens every time, but we never get used to it. But on uh, on Thursday, I thought I'd return to December. It was actually it was actually cold as well. It wasn't like that nice spring storm. It, it, it actually turned cold and windy again. So yeah, and it was in the twenties uh, Thursday morning. Yeah, yeah. and the birds. <laughs> birds out yeah, and the birds they survive. They adapt, right? Uh, I don't think we have to worry about them, but they're they're pretty hardy, right? Yeah, you know, a lot of the birds that come back early uh, are definitely, you know, uh, adapted to this kind of condition. Uh, you know, I'm sure it's uh, it must be really hard, and maybe some succumb to um, not so much the cold, but um, lack of food. If things get buried up uh, and they can't get to their food sources, that might be difficult, but uh, you know, it's hard to say how they survive or don't. Um, I'm hoping that the robin that's nesting at the nature center, is, which already has eggs, is doing fine. I'm sure it is. I don't know about the Phoebes. I haven't seen my Phoebes. Uh, they were nest building pretty actively. So hopefully they're okay, too. All right. Well, since we had a lot of snow, we thought we'd talk about um, early spring arrivals, and and we thought we might dip into some warblers, right? Yeah, I think that's totally appropriate. <laughs> you know, we got snow in the ground, and... Warblers in the trees. Right. But, you know, not a lot of them. Right. So. Well, how about a Louisiana water thrush? Yeah. This is a really cool bird. Uh, it's it's one that probably a lot of folks have not seen unless you've gone looking for one. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, good morning. Good morning, Pepper. Come on. Oh, he sees. Up, you know what he sees? He sees, <laughs> he sees a turkey. A, a turkey's well. Turkey's not coming up the driveway now. He thought about it. Uh, uh, he thought about it. Yeah. Yeah. Heard, heard pepper. Yeah. I hope the turkey. The turkeys will be uh, struggling a little bit because some of them may be on nest with eggs already since we didn't have much snowpack yeah. there for a while. So, but this looks like it's one lone turkey and uh, Pepper is scared of the way. So there it goes. That's uh, funny. That reminds me. One of my coworkers was just in the Boston area, and. Um, uh, she was in Harvard Square, and, and she took a photo and sent me a, sent it to me of a turkey walking down the road in Harvard Square. And uh, one of my kids who goes to school in the area too also had, had, had texted me a photo of turkeys in Harvard Square. Yeah, lots of jokes there, but we won't go there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but that could be back to uh, remember when they used to drive the turkeys to Boston. So they, at one point from oh, wow. from Vermont, they used to do that. So. But uh, kind of cool stuff. All right, back on track. Sorry, Pepper. Um, we want to get back to uh, talking about the uh, Louisiana water thrush. Yeah, um, so water thrushes, uh, there's two species, first off. There's the northern water thrush and the Louisiana water thrush. And northern's probably a bit more common, and maybe people see it more often in Vermont. Um, but Louisiana water thrush comes back pretty early. They're already... Um, uh, at least some 
back in the state. They look a lot like an oven bird. Um, in fact, they used to be considered the same genus. I think they're different genera now. But they're, they almost look thrush-like, hence the name. Um, brown and streaky underneath with a whitish eyebrow. Um, and kind of like a Phoebe, they pump their tail as they forage. Um, and they're found in Vermont um, along running water, but um, like mountain or foothill brooks. So their habitat's kind of specialized, so it takes some effort to go and find one. All right, let's take a listen here. It's a beautiful song. Yeah, isn't that lovely? Yeah, very uh, kind of slurred whistles. Um, it's a good song. If you want to find a Louisiana, Louisiana, Louisiana Waterfowl, definitely need to learn that song because you, you know, every time I've encountered one, I've heard it before. I saw it. Um, they, they aren't a bird that's just kind of obvious, but the song is loud and penetrating. And uh, so if you learn that song, you have a good chance of finding one. Um, again, you need to be near running water. So like mountain foothills or, or brooks along like the edges of the Green Mountains are, are a good place, for example. Um, actually, one place I'd like to go look for them in this area is the road up the Little River State Park. Oh, okay. Water barrel. Yeah, there's a good, it's at least one territory of Louisiana water thrush along that road. Yeah, good. All right, Louisiana Water Thrush opening up the show here on uh, For the Birds. Chip, uh, believe it or not, you're going to start your walks pretty soon, huh, at the Nature Center? Yeah, we are. This next Friday, our Friday morning bird walks will start 7 a.m. Um, no need to sign up. Uh, bring a mask and your binoculars. And, yeah, we'll be um, actually changing it up from week to week. I don't have the schedule in front of me, but the first one is at North Branch Nature Center. Then we'll be visiting some other places like um, Sodom Pond and Adamant. I think Hubbard Park is on the list, Berlin Pond. Um, and there's a small fee. It's free for members. Um, and it's just some good springtime birding. We take it slow and enjoy everything we see along the way. And I'm sure we'll be seeing warblers as we walk um, and other migrants, um, sparrows, vireos will be arriving. So, yeah, people should join us for that. Um, yeah, starting this Friday at the North, North Branch Nature Center. Fantastic. May is the uh, a fantastic month for many reasons. Vermont is turning green. There's, you know, the first couple of weeks we don't have to worry about bugs usually. And um, yeah. and the birding pretty, is, is pretty, uh, pretty good. The trees uh, have slowed down a little bit because of the snow we had. So I think uh, there's lots to see and not that hard to see these new arrivals. Yeah, before the leaves pop off to the trees, it's, it's easier to see those, all those warblers and the kinglets um, before they get obscured by the foliage. So, yeah, get out there in early spring and uh, enjoy those early spring migrants. We were talking about the uh, Louisiana water thrush earlier, and I guess we're getting some reports now of, um, of the uh, winter wren back as well. Yeah, I have heard. Uh, I, you know, it's funny. I, I've heard them in some other counties, but uh, they nest at my house, and I have not heard one yet. I've looked back at my records, and I had one on April 5th last year. So I don't know where our resident winter wren is gone, but I'm looking forward to it coming back. Yeah, that's just uh, one of the most spectacular um, uh, spectacular songs. Maybe I can find it here, but it's that um, 
adorable little uh, winter wren that you'll find. I think it also, we talked about the, the water thrush. It kind of sometimes likes the forest with some water around it as well. Um, I've seen yeah, it. I yeah, I was just going to say, they're, you know, they um, often in ravines, like hemlock ravines, often near little brooks. Yeah, they, you probably could have both species in the same area. Yeah, the, um, um, sometimes I see, you know, sometimes you get a, um, a windstorm and the roots come up and they've got the, you know, the earth with the roots. And sometimes you'll see them playing around in that. And, you know, it could be a, could be a um, uh, nest in there as well, but um, kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think they do nest in those tipped up root mounds. Um, I think that's a good, you know, indication of uh, quality habitat for a winter wren for sure. But yeah, they they're kind of um, they're, you know they're small and inconspicuous, and and just like Louisiana water thrush, you often um, hear them but don't see them, or at least hear them first before you see them because they, they keep a low profile, except for their except for the song. Yeah, <laughs> there's no mistaking that. The winter wren, one of the uh, one of the rival. Here we go. A lot going on there for a little 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 bird. Yeah, <laughs> pretty powerful saw. Amazing. Yeah, good stuff. So the winter wren. All right. Well, uh, we do need the uh, do need the moisture, and so we'll, we'll we'll take credit for the the snow that we had in the middle of the week, and and uh, we, it is very dry, and things will green up nicely with a little warmth, you know. Yeah, things are going to really pop soon. You bet. Well, we got to fly it here for another weekend. I'm Anson Tevitz. I'm Chip Darmstadt. Or the birds.